0: Welcome to the Forest FM Podcast, episode 38. I'm Kylian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilil Springer. This week's episode is a roundup of our mid-August posts
1: from the Forest Salon Software blog. We'll discuss the seven daily habits of happy and successful salon owners, we kick off the Forest Salon Book Club with Show Your Work by Austin Cleon, and we'll go through how to charge a premium amount for your salon services. And as always, we top off the show with our upcoming Forest Academy webinars.
0: This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. Zoe, second week of August already. I know, my <laughs> voice is day. horrible as well. We're coming to the end of uh, summer and you're already coming in with a flu. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. You haven't
0: met anyone sick yet so far, so so far so good.
1: Well, maybe next week it'll yeah. be your turn, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I'm laughing, she's sitting here with her Lemsip and everything, it smells horrible. <laughs> <laughs> just dozing up on lozenges and stresses beforehand so uh are you going to be able for this now oh uh,
1: yeah definitely
0: give it a good shot
1: yeah <laughs> so uh if we go through a few of the blogs that have been uh, going around in the last two weeks um uh, especially on social media that that kind of got a good traction The first one was the seven daily habits of happy and successful stone owners and I think that's just a classic one that everybody wants to know of you know? Oh, it's
0: one of those books that floats around everywhere but it's massive it's so big <laughs> yeah it's like because I went to go buy it the other day I was like yeah no definitely gonna get it and when I saw the hardback I was like, oh, like I don't even know it's
1: uh, uh, like a couple it, of
0: hundred pages like
1: I think everybody at some point just wants to know what can I do to be happy and successful I've, I've really worked this article out um, by looking at, like, different um, people in different industries as entrepreneurs and what they do to make themselves happy and stuff Okay, as so well. there's a little so, spin on it. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, these are my own opinions and, and things, but there's, like, way more other things that can make you happy. Like, I'm not saying this is the perfect recipe, but...
0: And people can tell us, tweet uh, us, yeah. uh, throw course. it into Facebook or something. Let's see what makes you happy, what gets you through your day. Uh, For now, we've got...
1: So one, plan your day the night before and get up earlier in the morning. Uh, I don't know about you, but personally, like I get way more creative in the morning, like early hours and stuff. But I also get way more anxious if I don't plan my day the yeah. night before.
0: No, exactly. Because I'm just yeah. like,
1: my head is spinning. I'm like, okay, I need to do this and this and this and this. And if as soon as you write it down, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And you get a perfect sleep wake up a little earlier in the morning. I'm not saying like, oh, try and like, I don't know, you wake up every morning at eight. Maybe seven is a bit of a stretch to begin with, you know? Try 15, 30 minutes before. <laughs> I spring out of bed <laughs> at six every morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, I get out of bed at eight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but no, it is but true yeah. though, because like when we finish up work here, you don't just drop everything at six o'clock and leave. Mm. We all kind of have like, and it's not like, It's not a a team debrief. We all just kind of have our own debrief where we kind of write down, all right, well, what have we done today and what do we plan to do tomorrow? And it really does work because like I was saying, like I love, like I literally, I've gotten into the habit now of so basically, me and one of the guys here, we go to the gym in the morning and he may had to wake me up. <laughs> he used to have to call me. But after about two weeks of getting phone calls at six, going, are you getting up? Now it's habit where I spring out of bed at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm ready to seize the day, but I'm not thinking. So I don't want to have to go into work and then yeah. think of what I'm going to be doing. So, yeah, plan everything the night beforehand, not too close to bed, because then you're still going to be playing on your yeah, minds. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, and that way you can wake up fresh in the morning because you don't have to think of anything. You'll get into work or get into the and salon, it's like, and it's there.
1: And it's just about getting into the habit of it, really. Once it's a habit, then you don't... Well, you that know. is
0: the most important thing. Like I said, like it took two weeks for me to get used to it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Next up, read. A whole lot. A lot, I mean, a lot. <laughs> that's, that's just a classic. Like, it's, there's, there's a reason for... Uh, for teachers, making us read when we're growing up—it's like, yeah. there, there's it, it's the most—it's the place where you can get the most knowledge, I, I suppose. Yeah, that and the internet now, but obviously can get like if you prefer reading on a tablet or on a phone, you can do that now as well. Yeah, but as long as you read something,
0: you know, or uh, even like I suppose like you say read, but it's just kind of educate isn't it because like i wouldn't i wouldn't have much time now to read but i'd listen to podcasts or I listen to audiobooks so amazon's audible Mm -hmm. um so on my way to work or on the way home it's a half hour commute i just listen to the books then
1: yeah and i even do blinkist and i've I've linked that into this article but blinkist basically wraps up a, a whole book chapter by chapter in a summary oh really so how long would that sort of 15 minutes done that's all it is yeah and chapter by chapter. Yeah, it's a, it's a summary chapter by chapter and it just at the end it gives you like a overall takeaway of the book and what you're supposed mm. to get get from it. So and if you, you, have if you don't link? have to, Yeah, it's linked up in there. So um if you don't have much time to read or even just listen to a podcast as that's not really your thing, uh 15 minutes is all you could really need with Blinkist. Um we're not associated with them but like I've no. been using yeah. it and it's brilliant like.
0: because yeah, like we said like even if you're just going for a quick 15-minute coffee, Mm. you don't have to, I suppose, sit down and kind of pull out a book and make it seem like a chore or make it seem like a big deal. you just... Put your earphones in, walk up to the coffee machine, make your coffee. By the time you've got back to your desk, you've just listened to a chapter, yeah. a su- summary of a
1: chapter. Oh, not a summary of the whole book. Of the whole book. Yeah, a chapter would be like, I don't know, a minute, 30 oh, yeah? seconds, minute and a half. So they're kind of, of like,
0: almost like blogs nearly.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's it's brilliant. Check like, that out, guys, yeah.
0: especially if you find it tight for time.
1: Hmm. So number three, make time for mindfulness and exercise. I mean, you've touched upon that point just there with your early rise uh, mm. <laughs> routine, but exercise will help you clear out your mind
0: it's so true though because like and and zoe (laughs) zoe can agree with this this week um the and work is broken so (laughs) i decided it was ice cold every morning so i decided all right i'm not training this week but i've come in so groggy and so tired and i'm like it's nearly nine o'clock before you get even get into the office when you do train in the Mm. morning you're in you're sitting at your desk half an hour early you're nice and chilled well not chilled. I'd be wired. Absolutely <laughs> wired. Yeah. But I find from like nine o'clock until lunchtime, I'm just buzzing around the place after going,
1: oh, I- yeah. if I've done an hour of exercise. Oh, I can tell by just the music you play in the morning. Like. Uh, <laughs> I know when you've like been to the gym or not.
0: <laughs> and so he gets anxious sitting there going, turn off that speaker. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's true because mm. if you don't go to gym, you've, you, you haven't you have released any of those end, uh endorphins and yeah. chemicals and stuff like that. And so if
1: you, and and if you don't like the gym, like there's many many other options out there. Like if you prefer meditation, that maybe that's your outlet, you know? And if you prefer yoga, I do yoga classes in the morning. I feel great after. I yeah. wouldn't be able to go to a morning gym session and weights and stuff. You but, think that though. Everyone says that, but again, it's just habit. Yeah, just get into it. I suppose, yeah. So it really it, it really depends on like what you want, what you like and the time you have in the morning, the time you allow yourself to to take in the morning. And just try something. Even if it's not the perfect one thing at the beginning, then maybe try something else yeah. if that doesn't work, you know? And then you'll find something that
0: works for you. A great starting point there, and I used to do it in college, It's called 7-Minute Yoga. So the whole idea was... You could spend an extra 10 minutes in bed and be groggy and struggle to get out. Or you can get out of bed 10 minutes early, do your seven minutes of yoga. And again, you've stretched yourself out. You've mm. cleared your mind. It's not mindfulness. It's not meditation. It's not sitting there relaxing. But it's also not going to a gym and training. Yeah. It's just some slow, light stretching. And you you just feel so refreshed. It's like oh, you've had yeah. a nice kind of... Chill, not freezing cold, but chilled <laughs> shower that just kind of wakes you. And you wouldn't even need a coffee then.
1: Yeah, no, definitely not.
0: I suppose try and find one alternative to having your breakfast coffee.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's a really yeah. good way, way of putting it, actually. Um, Next up, minimizing distractions. Um, now, <laughs> This one is hard. <laughs> it is very hard. But, like, I mean, it's something that's very true. Like, we're always connected to our phones, uh, to Facebook, to WhatsApp, to whatever... Your emails, even. Like, I check my emails. I can't even count the number of times I check my emails a day. Yeah. Which is... Like, it it takes, what, a minute every time. But it's a minute combined, I don't know, maybe by 50 times a day. That's 50 minutes of just checking your emails, you know?
0: And, like with all these kind of apps and emails and stuff like that now, it's actually ruined us in the sense of if we get an email or a notification, we feel like we have to respond to it straight away. Mm, Yeah. Now, I do have a whole thing in work where if someone slacks me or messages me, it's probably a work-related one. So I'll always try and acknowledge that I've seen the message. Mm. Whether I have an answer or not, I'll acknowledge that I've, I've seen this, I'll get back to you later, or I can answer to you now. With emails, with your Facebook notifications, stuff like that, they don't need to be acted on straight away. Yeah. Maybe have 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at lunch, 10 minutes at three, 10 minutes at the end of the day. That, just to go through all your emails then.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, that, and if, if, for instance, you have your emails, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, and all that stuff, right? Maybe delegate some of the social media channels to someone on your team so that Everyone has one role to check, one place to check, not five. And if anyone,
0: any of you out there listening did the 30 Days to Grow, we've actually had so many salon owners come back to us and go, one of the biggest things about the 30 Days to Grow was they started... Did they, I suppose they started working even closer again with their staff. So they started to trust their staff because their staff got mm. excited with the fact that you were giving them more, not responsibilities in the sense of, oh, I have to go and lock up or something like that at night. Yeah. Responsibilities in the sense that you're actually getting them involved in your business. Yes, it's your salon, it's your business, it's your and your they're vision, your staff. But bring but, them
1: onto your vision. Yeah,
0: don't let them just come in and do their day-to-day job. Let them come in and actually share ideas think Mm -hmm. outside the box and by delegating like social media okay so you're really creative and fun and bubbly you take care of our facebook you take care of our snapchat our instagram yeah and salon owners they they just felt so relieved after that a they could start trusting their staff and b they could start getting more things
1: done as well exactly Yeah. yeah yeah um point number five spending time with people who inspire you um I know that works really, really well for me, but it also works really well for many entrepreneurs, apparently, from every single blog that I was reading online about this. This is something that came up every single time. Mm -hmm. If you spend time with people who uh, not necessarily bring you down but just don't have the same aspirations or goals or, you don't know, you might be really, like, you might have really high standards for your business, for what you want to accomplish with your business. And if you if you spend time with people who have those same kind of goals and aspirations even if it's not in the same industry at least you're always pushing each other without really knowing yeah it's it's kind of like a domino effect yeah really
0: No, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's funny because I was actually just talking about this last night with another colleague after work. Basically, we were discussing LinkedIn and kind of the purpose of LinkedIn and how you outreached other people. But the whole thing of of we're looking for mentors, basically. So Mm. again, it's we want to move a certain direction in our careers or you as a business person, you want to move in a certain direction. So mix with people that inspire you find a mentor find someone that you can go and talk to and find out what mistakes they've done so what I suppose like trials and tribulations yeah. is it it's like what have you done so, that? yeah, yeah something like that <laughs> but It's like what have you done that's worked hasn't worked and how can I kind of get to where you are so cut negativity D- it, this just needs to go I mean like <laughs> You can hang around with people that are your friends, but if they're going to start bringing you down every time, if they're not, if they don't share the same visions and goals as you, it's just got to go. Like, Mm. because why should you feel like that every day? So, yeah, like, I suppose find a mentor. If there's anyone out there that feels like they're struggling with their business or stuff like that, find another salon owner in your area because you'd be surprised you might feel like you're competing against them. But at the same time, a lot of people are just yeah. happy with how their business is going. So they'd be delighted to actually share their stories. And
1: we've saw, that, we've seen that happen with 30 Days to Grow, actually. Yeah. Like, people were happy to know, oh, like this is what I'm going to do. This is my marketing schedule, well, campaign schedule, or mm. or opportunities that I can do. And they were just sharing ideas with each other. And yeah, it is a competitive in- industry to a certain extent, yeah. but like there was still a sense of sharing there. And I don't think that... Um, that the, the competitiveness should take over no, in the end no way there's no, there's no reason yeah. really for
0: but like even here people in forest we have mentors I have a mentor I don't know if you have a mentor our mm. manager has a mentor loads of people have mentors because they want to keep moving forward if you get stuck in a rock, who do you turn to yeah. you don't get your mentor now I call it mentor it's not a mentor it could just
1: be a friend yeah really it Could be anyone, anyone who inspires you Really. anyone yeah, yeah. Um, six focus on your own goals uh, daily and long term that's something that came up a lot as well as I was doing the research for this article um you know i'm actually reading a book uh that's <laughs> called the, on, the life changing magic of not giving a fuck um, and i read the mail version which is
0: the subtle art of not giving a fuck yeah. but it, like it's a funny title but it's a brilliant book
1: oh it's a brilliant book it's all about you know like are you spending too much time focusing on people's happiness or people's goals and you're not focusing on yours when, like, if you just learn to say no and focus on you, you'll be way more happy in the end. Yeah, you but, won't feel as drained either.
0: So a really good example in the book is this woman went out and she met a load of people that were, t- in her eyes, very successful. So they still had families, they still, they were still, and these were women, because I think your one is it's mostly female, isn't it?
1: She Uh, went out and met women and
0: stuff like that. Where with mine, he was a male blogger and it was just stuff he was doing through his life. Um, So yeah, she went out and kind of met out with, again, business people that she, in her eyes, looked successful, still had families to take care of. So it wasn't just all business, all work with them. They still had to have that split life. And their whole attitude was... If it's not going to benefit me now it sounds harsh. You just have to like you'll have to listen to the book, but if it doesn't benefit me or if it's going to take up my time that I could use to spend focus on more important things, mm. then I'm going to say no, yeah. so she was like, "How come you never have time?" It's like no i I, I do always have time, but I have time to do stuff that I need to get done, yeah, or exactly. stuff that. Will work or move me forward again. It's the whole moving forward thing. Mm. It's not a case of like, oh, can you come help me clear out a warehouse for an hour? It's like I could, or that's going to take an hour or something. I need to get done.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and there's like a brilliant quote that I had to put into that blog. It's just if you don't build your do- your dream, someone will hire you to help build theirs. And that's so true. Like, there's nothing else to add to that. Like, it's brilliant.
0: And it's fair enough. There are people out there who are more kind of supportive and they feel like they couldn't go it on their own. That's Oh, yeah, great. like, personally,
1: I, yeah. Do, I wouldn't see myself as an entrepreneur, like, ever. I'd rather work for someone's vision. Yeah. But that's my choice. That's you know? your choice. But yeah. if you
0: are someone that does want to go out, does want to make it, then these are what you need to be
1: looking at. Yeah. Then, final one, get things done. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you keep talking and talking and talking about doing something and it's not getting done, you're not moving forward. Just... Take your actions and assume them. There's going to be errors. Like human nature is built that way. You will make errors and it's okay. The important thing is to learn about what what went wrong and how to make it go right next time.
0: Look at the most successful people in the world. They've all failed. Everyone fails to succeed because if you keep succeeding, how do you bounce back from a failure? You mm. don't. So real success is someone who's failed and
1: overcome it. Yeah, exactly. So to finish it off, I suppose... How to get that all started in three easy steps? Pick one of the things that could potentially make you happier and more successful. Try to integrate in that only that one thing into your daily routine. And once it's finally become a habit, then pick another thing and just repeat the whole process. And little will you know, it's just going to become an easy thing.
0: I've Just realized that blog was so good, we've spent over 10 minutes talking about it. It It's probably the longest we've ever (laughs) spent on a blog,
1: but to be honest, I think it's a really important thing. And we were just chatting about it offline, just we were
0: literally just talking about this beforehand. I didn't know that blog was coming up, (laughs) so we pulled open the tab and we pressed record and it's like now go. But we were genuinely just talking about it, we're Mm. talking about it in our own things. Yeah, again, I was talking to the colleague last night about the whole mentoring and stuff like that, and then I was talking to you about stuff this morning, and like it just I suppose that's probably why we Spent so long and because <laughs> yeah. it was just current for us right there oh yeah definitely
1: yeah. i mean we won't be spending just as much time on the two others but they are on the forest blog anyways you can go and have a look the next one show your work by austin cleon so content manager chris brennan read show your work it's a it's a book on 10 ways to share creativity and get uh, get discovered and uh, he did a really brilliant summary but he also took insights uh, and applied it to the uh, the salon and spa industry which was really really cool. So basically I'd suggest you go cuz I'm not going to do a summary of a summary there but like I really suggest you go and have a look at that blog. It's all about, you know, being in a perfect position to show your work, show what you do. You're in a creative industry to begin with. You know, don't be afraid to share what you learn, share what you do. Uh that's the only way you'll really get discovered and really, like, you know, move forward, especially with social media now. Like, if you don't share anything on social and you just promote, promote, promote at some point, uh, you know, you're going to tire your audience.
0: Yeah, so it's exactly what it says on the tin, I suppose. Yeah. Show your work. But again, don't be pushy. Like, all the everything you put online needs to have a two-way. Mm. One way is you're getting promotion, well... You're, it's technically promotion, but the way we look at it is you're being transparent about your company. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're showing the behind the scenes when really you're just showing off your work. So it's had to be smart about it. Yeah. And then the other way, or the second uh, engagement or conversation of that post is, will your clients enjoy... Will they like love or like or comment on that? And most importantly, if you're going to put something out, is it something that will strike up engagement? Because if you can put a post out on Facebook that will strike engagement Mm. with your followers, you've nailed it. Because Facebook has seen that as content going viral. We've talked about it. Facebook only shows 2% of your posts because it's all ad based. But if you get engagement on any one of your posts, Facebook are seeing that as value their algorithms are so smart the content needs to provide values i think we covered off it before as well where if you put a video a video will always have the highest
1: engagement engagement
0: and promotion on the facebook homepage because video shows value
1: exactly um so i guess yeah my main suggestion is just go onto the forest blog look for the book show your work read the summary it's really brilliant uh it'll take you I'd say three minutes to get through it. It's really not, really not long, uh, but you'll get re- really good value out of it. Um, next up, how to charge a premium amount for your salon services. And this was a guest article by Rich McCabe, coach at iSalon Coaching. We'll have him on the show soon. Um, but basically he he says like, you know, owning a business is not about, you know, working really, really hard and not being able to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. There's a There's a point where you have to be like, this is what I'm worth. And I'll add value to my services so I can charge premium because this is what the service is worth. It's not about being like, oh, I want to make more profit, so this is what I'm going to do. It's like, No, your worth is this. You should charge that. That's yeah, exactly. all. Like, why did
0: you get into this in the first place? Did you want to be a struggling business owner or did you have a passion for what you do mm. and you wanted to share your skills with everyone? You wanted to, yeah. again, provide value? No, you just want to make, you want to make people look good and for you to really make someone look good, that like that it comes at a cost. It does. It really does. Yeah. Like we we know the difference of our clients who there's clients who undercut the, or sorry, their salon owners. Our clients who they undercut themselves, discounting, Groupon, and all these marketplaces. It's like why are you doing this? You like if you put your prices up on one service already, you've got a head start on everyone else. So it's so much harder to increase your prices when for so long you've been cutting and cutting and cutting and Mm. discounting. So stop discounting, give it a break, increase your prices a little bit. Now, not much, like it's only like five, 10%. So 50 quid treatment, if you raise by 5%, that's 55 quid. Most of your clients aren't going to care that you've paid an extra five quid because it probably means now you can buy a bit more, a colour that's that little bit more expensive.
1: That, and also as soon as, you know, if you want to, Find an easy way to charge premium. Build a culture in your salon. Make it a massive experience. Mm. People will come for the experience no matter how much. Like, they're ready to spend in your salon anyways. If you prove them right of spending in a salon, in your salon, and, and you give them an amazing experience every time, Yeah. I mean, no one's going to complain about the price.
0: No one wants to walk into a salon or a spa to look to come out looking cheap. You don't, yeah. n- no one wants that. You go, we go to you to make us look and feel good. You, you not only mm. do you make us look good, we feel good coming out, and like we're always going to pay the price for that, yeah, a good price for it too. Because, yeah. like I said, you don't want to walk into a salon and come out mm. someone and go,
1: Wow, where'd you get that done? Yeah, exactly. And he says it really well. He's like, Price is what you pay, value is what you get. And oh, like, I should have waited, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like that's that's like that's pretty much sums it sums up what you were just saying, like, you know, if. As soon as you offer more value to a client than money he thinks he's going to get, then you know you're in business. It's grand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's a really, really interesting one. We've pretty much summed it up again, but uh, it's really, um, really a good one to, to have a look at on the Forest blog. And that's by Rich McCabe. So how to charge a premium amount for your salon services. Um, in terms of the blog, those are pretty much the, the top three that came that stood out. Uh, in the last uh, two weeks. So moving on to our Forest Academy webinars, we what have... What have we
0: got? We just have the one this week. Yeah, it's mostly for clients. So, um, I mean, like, it's it's aimed for clients, but anyone can jump on board this because what it is is it's all about how to get your clients in more often, spending more. So what this is, this is part of our salon growth series. Hmm. So every week of the month, and it kicked off, we did, um, like, a trial one uh, this, uh, last week, sorry, uh, just an old tester. But what's going to happen is every Tuesday of each month we're going to focus on one topic. So that our salon growth series. So for the month of, the, um, so for the month of August, which is this month, we're focusing on, on loyalty. So how to get clients in more often, spend them more. And we talk about again how to get them in, how to get them in more often, spend them more. Why it's important to reward your clients. What works for other salons. How can you increase referrals and promote client retention? And then we have a little uh kind of a tip that I'm not going to give away, but at the end we have a a tip and trick of how to increase your revenue by at least 21%. Yeah, And that,
1: that that's brilliant. Like, yeah, I've, had, I've heard great feedback from it last week. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. I said, like it, it's an internal uh, series for clients, but this anyone can come across this. You can uh, go to the Facebook Forest Salon software page, go to events, and you can sign up. So we have one on the 15th, which is tomorrow. We have one then the 22nd, and then the last one will be the 29th. And then in September, we'll focus on another topic.
1: Yeah. So the other one that we have coming up is the uh, Salon Instagram Masterclass. And that uh, we've announced for the last few weeks, I suppose. But that's uh, led by Chris Brennan, our content manager. It's, wow. Yeah, we, <laughs> have, we have 195 registrants already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so that's from 3pm to 4pm UK Ireland time and 10am to 11am US Eastern time. And it's all about, you know, he'll cover the little basics, obviously, but it'll fly by and then it's really getting into depth of like how to create really uh really good content on Instagram, how to use the Insta stories um, for your business, how to use the professional profile for your business as well on Instagram, different other tips and tricks. Uh, it's bound to be really, really good. It's an hour long. Again, you can sign up through Facebook on the Events section, find your tickets. Um, and if not, we also have it uh, hosted on the Forest blog, and you can just look for Salon Instagram Masterclass and sign up through there. Uh, it's It's bound to be a good one. I mean, almost 200 people registered already for it.
0: Whether you're a beginner or an influencer sign up for that one because there's been so many changes in Instagram lately mm. that that's why we've had to do this webinar now.
1: Yeah. So I guess that's uh, that sums it up and uh, though we spent a, a good part of our episode on the happiness and successfulness I suppose uh, I suppose it was needed it's for a little Monday morning motivation.
0: This is definitely our longest blog episode but I hope you enjoy it um, and like I said that's 7 Daily Habits look at that blog it's very good and try and implement that into your life like so mm-hmm. said just pick one of the seven habits but yeah. just give it a shot it's 10 to 15 minutes every
1: day yeah. so hope you have an amazing week we'll catch you next monday
0: all the best